welcome to another episode of Clear Light Connections, where we talk to the people behind the businesses of Bay Area Houston, proudly sponsored by UTMB Health. Uh, today's guest is McKenna Hunt, and you are a PT, which stands for, I believe, physical therapist. Yes, sir. At UTMB. Uh, tell, tell us what, what it is physical therapists do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, so our job is primarily doing um, evaluations and assessments of patients that either have difficulty with some sort of function are having pain or just overall having trouble doing the things that they normally want to do. Um, So at a certain point, it's our job to um, go through that evaluation process and determine how best we can help that uh, patient or person get back to doing what they want to do. Tell me about the education requirements for PTs, because I I always remember a lot of people always want to get in, but it's a tough program to crack into. It is. It's a pretty tough program, um, a lot of it due to the um, fewer number of schools than a lot of other healthcare professions. Um, but overall, we have a four-year bachelor's degree. There's a couple of different ways to do it. Um, one being the bachelor's and then going on to straight into PT school, so going into a three-year doctorate program. And then we have the other ways of people that go to be physical therapist assistants. And then we, um, UTMB is actually one of the few programs that has a bridge program to, um, after these PT assistants have been practicing for a certain amount of time, they can then um, choose to enroll in that program and then go on to get their doctoral degree after that. And so which route did you take? So I took the traditional route. So right after undergraduate, I went straight into a doctorate program out at uh, Incarnate Word out in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. And you had mentioned there's not a lot of these schools. T- tell mm-hmm. me about the curriculum because it's got to be anatomy heavy. But, but what else mm-hmm. do, you, do you have to learn about yeah, to so- balance that out? Yeah, so definitely a lot of anatomy going on, um, a lot of foundational sciences, learning how the body moves, um, what are specific joint mechanics, um, and overall different treatment activities and exercises for a variety of different um, conditions. Could be anywhere from somebody that has general post-surgical issues um, to all the way to the person that, you know, just can't do the things they want to do right and learning how to best um, get them back into those activities. So I, I, I had a, a shoulder issue and mm-hmm. I, w- I went actually to your location. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like a lot of what the PT was about was trying to get my body back to doing something the correct way. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to me about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, back in the day, therapy used to be a lot more of a passive, um, passive approach as far as let's let the therapist or let somebody else use the or use the patient's body to help them get back to that activity versus now we've kind of moved into more of of an active and patient-centered approach as far as um, you might be not be able to do a certain things but let's look at certain ways that we can try to adapt until we can get back to doing that activity Um, so you mentioned something with a shoulder if we're for instance having trouble reaching overhead um, kind of work at straight out in front of us and then gradually work up. Um, yeah, so a lot of different, just different treatment activities. Yeah. And what I noticed is instead of continually going for therapy, mm-hmm. you, you, it seems now more that you're providing the tools so that the patient can do them themselves mm-hmm. at, at home. Yes, for sure. So um, we definitely love having our patients coming to see us, but obviously the point of coming to therapy is not to continue coming for an extended length of time. Um, the whole purpose is to get you back to doing what you want to do. So a part of that is trying to maintain some sort of independence. Um, and yes, of course, we would like to keep seeing you. Um, but 
over time, it needs to be getting to the point where you feel like you don't need us. And, you know, obviously you need us at the beginning, but when we hear those magic words of, I feel like I'm ready to graduate or I don't need you anymore, that's music to our ears. Because you have a nonstop supply of patients. Yes, nonstop. They're endlessly coming in. So, And what are the most common things you're seeing? Well, most common, so over time, has probably been the general low back pain. Um, patients that have not... Um, been as active and then the more sedentary we are, um, likelihood that those injuries kind of increase over time. Um, you know, sometimes around the football season, we tend to see a lot of injuries. So people messing up their knee, ankles, shoulders, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and then now coming off of the COVID pandemic, um, or hopefully towards the tail end of it at least, um, we tend to see a lot of a lot more of that just like chronic fatigue, deconditioning people that um, were being very active before COVID, obviously everything shut down and then not being as active. So now they're trying to get back into these things and just having a real tough time doing it. Um, So as far as our um, primary referrals, it kind of varies quite a bit over time. Uh, But you said a lot of it is post-surgical. A lot of it is post-surgical. So we do work pretty hand in hand with a lot of the orthopedic surgeons there Mm -hmm. at UTMB, um, have a lot of great relationships with them. Um, So um, a lot of people, you know, just having knee replacement, that's always a big one that we tend to see a lot of. Um, the big thing that I add is they have a lot of weakness, a lot of stiffness going on. They just need to be able to get back to move a little bit better. Um, and then all sorts of other um, post-surgical issues as well, as far as shoulders, elbows, um, even issues with surgery in the back as well. Well, let's talk about a hip because you and I talked offline. Yes, that yeah. I probably need a hip replacement. Yeah. What does the PT for that look like? So, what, what am I in for? Yeah, so not not a terrible thing by any means. Uh, the big thing with the hip is get you moving again because after initially after the surgery, pain is going to be there and hesitancy to move is pretty high at that point. So um, learning how to realize that, hey, we can put some weight on this leg and we can get it moving. And um, it's one of those weird things to where it's going to hurt while doing it, but the more we do it, the easier it's going to get over time and pain should follow that as dropping as well. Um, but yeah, just trying to build up that strength and stability to get you up and moving again. Well, okay. You need to make it sound too bad. Maybe it shouldn't I'll, be too it's, bad. It's the front part that's, yeah. that, that I'm the really front part is scary, but yeah. the end result is the good part. So how long have you been with UTMB? I have been with UTMB just about two years now. Okay. Uh, and what, what attracted you to UTMB? Um, honestly, being involved in so many of these different, um, outreach programs, like we just had the Ironman down in Galveston that we saw, um, being involved in some of the sports medicine side with some of the local high schools and just being able to get into this outpatient and orthopedic department was really something that I wanted to get into in my career. So you guys are doing all this outreach and, and mm-hmm. looking for opportunities. I, I, I find that whenever I talk with UTMB staff, mm-hmm. that's a big focus. Did you, you would agree with yeah, that? Yeah, I would agree. Um, it's something that even you know on the therapy side, we have not been as involved with a lot of these things strictly based off of opportunity. So now that some of these opportunities are starting to arrive. Um, A lot of the therapists and departments are starting to jump on it as soon as they can. Um, And that's a big part as far as getting these people into our clinics is letting them know that we're there. Um, So, you know, a big thing with the Ironman is they see us there on the, at the finish line or helping them out during the race. If they have an injury later on down the road, um, goal is, hey, I I saw these people at my race. Um, They did a pretty good job, seemed like they know what they were doing. 
um, let's go see them for my issues later on. Yeah, those Ironmans are just crazy with yeah. the, the the stress on the body. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so, what were you guys doing there? Any anything in the field? Yeah, so a lot of that at that point was more so triaging as far as, hey, do you need more medical attention, or is this something that, hey, we're going to get moving a little bit, um, just kind of let let you rest and should start feeling back to normal. Big thing with the, those endurance races is the hydration part. Um, so basically just we're looking as far as do you need more medical attention or is this something that, um, you know, after you rest up, you're just going to start feeling okay. So and at, that, at that point, if they decide we they need a little bit more medical attention, then that's, all right, let's go get one of our physicians that was on staff there or, you know, hopefully not, but transporting to a local hospital, which from the sounds of it, I don't believe we had anybody this year. So it was a, definitely a great thing. Well, good. So you've got a PhD. Is there any plans to, you talked about that bridge program, or are you wanting to get involved on the teaching side? I know UTMB, that's really what they're all about. Yeah, so me personally, I would, pro- not in the plans for right now for as far as the teaching side. So, um, and then as far as the PT education, we have a little bit different um, as far as our doctorate levels. So, um, so we have a doctorate level, which is the DPT that we have. And then if you wanted to go into the teaching route a little bit later on, um, the goal would be to then go forth forth for that PhD level. Okay. So it would, it would require more mm-hmm. education. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you can work and I know UTMB does a great job about trying to um, get people involved. I think we have a couple of therapists that help out as far as like teaching some of the classes and then our orthopedic residency training that we have as well. Um, but yeah, if, if we wanted to go more of the teaching routes, a lot of the times a little bit, a little bit more education after that. Okay. Now you mentioned, uh, that a lot of PT is really just getting people to doing the activities they want mm-hmm. again. Do they need a referral or can they, can they go directly to the, the, the clinic? Yeah, so right now, um, the way that PT works in Texas is we need a referral source. So whether that's coming from an orthopedic surgeon, from a um, from your primary care provider, we just have to have some sort of referral okay, so of it's a, a physician mm-hmm, okay. signing off as far as, hey, this person is under my care, but I want them to go see a physical therapist. So if, if you're having problems with certain things, you, you know, go through, like you said, an orthopedist mm-hmm. or, or your primary care and, and get that referral and... And you yes. Guys can start yeah. with as long as we have the referral, we can start uh, start going. Um, but what we're actually doing is we're starting up a relatively new clinic with a slightly different model, um, kind of working directly with the orthopedic surgery department. Uh, so with one of the surgeons there, we are piloting an orthopedic and rehab kind of a comprehensive clinic. Um, so if somebody gets referred over to orthopedic, um, somebody that might not necessarily need like surgical intervention. Um, you know, typically that would come to us to try to um, try the conservative route first. So we are kind of seeing those patients before they go to the orthopedic department. And then if it's during our assessment, we're determining, hey, this is not a therapy route. Let's get the orthopedic surgeon in here to have a look at you and then take a route from there. Okay. But for a lot of those patients that we've been seeing is they're not somebody that needs surgery. It's something that can be managed by a PT. So it's kind of getting them where they need to go a little bit quicker versus. So it's a nice collaboration. Mm-hmm. Instead of going yeah. to the orthopedic first, mm-hmm. they can still refer. They, I guess you can do the referral after the fact. Yeah. Is what it's yeah. So about. they can come straight to us while we're still under the um, direction of the orthopedic surgeon. So we have that referral source already there. Um, but they're just coming to us straightforward. Yeah, because really the surgery should only be a last. That's, that's Yeah, nobody re- wants to yeah. jump straight into surgery. 
uh, if we can avoid it. So if we can try out the conservative approach first and they can still get great results from it, let's try it out. Well, McKenna, it's been a pleasure. Uh, anything else you want to tell the audience about PT or? Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing with PT is just um, trying to figure out ways to get moving and get back to what you want to do. It doesn't have to be a um, huge, exhausting expense of you know heavy weightlifting or a very strict regimen. It's let's find something that you enjoy doing and try to figure out how to help you get back to it. Yeah, you mentioned weights. I didn't have to lift any weights. I just had a nice rubber band that yeah, helped that's, me out. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on.